सो दिस इज द समरी ऑफ जियोग्राफी चैप्टर वन रिसोर्स एंड डेवलपमेंट दिस लेसन इज डिवाइड इंटू टू पार्ट्स द फर्स्ट पार्ट इंक्लूड्स डिफिनेशन ऑफ द रिसोर्सेस टाइप्स ऑफ द रिसोर्सेस एंड द रिसोर्स प्लानिंग एंड द सेकेंड पार्ट इंक्लूड्स द कंजर्वेशन ऑफ द रिसोर्सेस टूडे वी वुड लाइक वी आर गोइंग टू लर्न द फर्स्ट पार्ट दैट इज resource definition types of resources and the resource planning so let's let us understand this one so what is a resource yes so we can call something as a resource when it is available in our environment and which can be used to satisfy our needs yes and it is technically accessible economically economically feasible and the culturally accessible acceptable so which is technically accessible economically feasible and the culturally acceptable can be termed as a resource so what we can understand here the resource is of something which is available in our environment in order to satisfy our needs it should include the technically satisfied and the economically feasible and culturally acceptable if it satisfied this above conditions it can be termed as a resource or the resource okay and the process of transformation of the things available in our environment involves an interactive relationship so there is a raw material or something in our nature so how we trans on the process of on the way of transformation or for example raw material is there so if it wants to be called as a resource that we could the process we call as a transportation it involves nature technology and the institutions so this is the relationship between the nature technology and the institutions how it is for example human beings interact with the nature through the technology yes now we are calling it as a minerals so minerals are not directly available so, through the technology we can mine it and we can use it yes so that is why we can say that the human beings interact with the nature through the technology and create institutions why they have they create institutions in order to accelerate their economic development so the ultimately the main objective of the resources why we use the resources to accelerate the our livelihood yes for example when you are using a fan when you are using a ac or when you are using a petrol so all this kind of things comes under the like you know the the objective of the all these things are in order to improve our livelihood or the our economic development so this is the definition of the resources yes now let us classify the resources so resources are classified into four types the first one on the basis of origin means the birth so on the basis of origin they can be classified as biotic and the abiotic resources 
So the second one is on the basis of exhaustibility. Means how longer they use, how long they be used, or how longer they are available. So this is the th- how longer they will exhaust. So this is the thing. So this can be termed as renewable and the non-renewable resources. The third type of classification includes on the basis of ownership. It means who, who owns the resources. It means here we can divide into individual ownership, community ownership, and national ownership, and the international ownership of the resources. Of the resources, the fourth and the last one on the basis of status of development. So, on the basis of status of development includes potential developed stock and the reserve resources. yes so the first one on the basis of origin so on the basis of origin we classified into two ways biotic resources and the abiotic resources so biotic resources includes so these are obtained from the biosphere and have a life so the resources which has obtained from the biosphere which has a life is called termed as a biotic resources and you can tell the examples of human beings flora and fauna fisheries livestock etc and all abiotic resources so these are the opposite to the biotic resources that means all those things which are composed of non living things means which has no life can be termed as a abiotic resources what are the examples of the abiotic resources rocks metals etc which has no life next one on the basis of exhaustibility so this can be termed as a two things renewable and the non renewable resources let us look at the renewable resources the resources which can be renewed are reproduced by the physical chemical or mechanical processes are known as renewable or the replenishable resources so what does it mean here so we can the we can renew or we can re- reproduce the resources by the above processes physical chemical or the mechanical processes that way we can get the resources once again renew so renewable the resources so that is termed as a renewable resources for example like solar resource solar energy yes there is no exhaustibility to the solar energy like you know energy right and the wind also so wind energy also we can classify water forest wildlife etc are comes under the renewable resources so the next one the resources okay may be further classified into continuous or the flow resources right that means these resources are continuously available that's why we cannot call it as a continuous or the flow resources flow 
so the next one non renewable resources so this is exactly opposite to the renewable resources so these occur over a very long geographical time or the geological time so that means what is that so these resources exhausted get exhausted and it will take millions of number of years millions of years to come that's why these are called as a non renewable resources so it is renewable for renewing resources are is very difficult because it takes a longer time so minerals and the fossil fuels are examples of such resources because minerals means you know fossils means you know so once it get exhausted it takes millions of years to again become a mineral yes so these resources that's why take millions of years in their formation so some of the resources like metals are recyclable yes but the in the case of fossils fossil fuels it is not we cannot recycle it yes so that is the thing the next one is based on the ownership so as i told you in the beginning ownership means who who owns the resource so it can be termed as individual community national international so individual means the person who owns the resources yes like the the resources are owned by the people individuals so are called as individual resources you can call it as a village like like you know houses and the buildings and all these kind of things so the next one is the community resources community resources means what is that see those are those resources are owned by the community and available to the all people like for example when you go to the villages you see the grazing grounds okay and wells right burial grounds and in urban areas picnic spots or the national parks and everything these are the examples of the community resources so these all are de facto that means we can use but we cannot claim the legality on the particular properties yes we cannot claim the legal rights on the particular property that's why we call it as it we call them as a de facto right and they are accessible to all people who are living there yes the next one is national resources so all the resources belong to the nation is called as a national resources so for example what what resources that belong to the nation okay so for example look at the country of india even though we are having the like uh, our uh, 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 like we are having the our own the houses and all fields and all so all belong to the nation because we are the nation right so in this national resources the nation has a legal right power to right or a power to acquire the even the private resources private property also 
for public good that means what is that for example if the nation wants to build a road railways or anything so what they they acquire the properties okay so that is that is why we can call it as a nation the resources belong to the nation so the all the land which is which under the borders of the particular nation belongs to the na- called termed as a national resources so for example all minerals okay water resources forest and wildlife so land within the po- political boundaries and you know oceanic area also so up to the 12 nautical miles so that means what is that so the the oceans area is calculated in the nautical miles as you know okay so these are from the up to 12 kilometers from the coasts okay they are termed as a territorial water and the resource with there in the belong to the nation so these all are belong comes under the national resources so international resources means what is that so these are the international institutions which regulate the some resources for example let us say the oceanic resources so beyond the 200 nautical miles of the exclusive economic zones belong to the open ocean and the so here no individual country can make or they can utilize these resources without the concurrence of international institutions so that means these are under the control of international institutions are called that's why they are called as a international resources yes yes the next one is based on the status of development here we can classify into potential developed stock at the reserve so this is somewhat confusing you must listen carefully potential resources are the resources resources which have which has the potentiality but we are not using because we did not developed the those areas those resources so there was no development that's why we did not use it for example like rajasthan and gujarat wind energy and in ladakh you can say it as a solar this one uranium and all so there are potential resources are there so due to inaccessibility or the lack of development we did not use it so those can be termed as a potential resources and the developed resources are which are like developed in both in quality and the quality so they are developed that's why we are using it so they are called as a developed resources so the development of the resources depends on two things one is technology and the level of their feasibility so this too includes the development of any resources when it is there so we can classify them into developed resources so the next one stock resources stock resources are the resources which are available in the environment or the nature but we do not have the technology to use it so those can be termed as a stock resources the stock is available but the we cannot we are not using due to lack of technology 
for example in your textbook the hydrogen and the hydrogen water example is given hydrogen is a rich for rich source of energy but the we don't have the technology to use it the next one is reserved resources so reserved resources are these are kept for the reserve they kept reserved okay so we have, we know the technology how to use it but we used only in a limited scale so that resources can be termed as reserved resources for example hydroelectricity we can say that we know that the, the technology is there but we only we are the hydroelectricity the share in our electricity total electricity not more than 20% so that is the thing so that way we are using the limited resources limited scale this resources that means we know the technology but we are not using it okay so these are the reserved resources so in the stock resources what happens we don't know that we are not using because we don't know the technology here we know the technology but we are not using we kept it for the reserve for the future purposes something like that so in the potential resources what happened we are not using because of the due to non development lack of development inaccessibility and all okay make sure this this uh, type of resources here yes the next one is the development of resources so why we need to develop the resources we found out the resources so why we have to think about the development so there are some reasons the first one is the depletion of the resources for satisfying only greed of the few individuals so the resources are depleting because they are serving only they are used by the only few people with further greed yes it is due to the greedy of the some people the resources are getting the depleted exhausted so the next reason is the accumulation of the resources with the with the few hands so that means what is that the resources are with the only few people it is not equally distributed so as a result what happened the society divides into various segments like rich and the poor or you can term it as a haves and the have nots have nots or the rich and the poor yes so the next one is so indiscriminate exploitation of the resources what is that mean so without indiscriminately we are ex- exploiting the resources for their our own for the sake of our own benefits so which led to the like you know global ecological crisis what is that for example global warming and ocean layer depletion okay and environmental pollution land degradation so these are the result of the the indiscriminate exploitation of the resources so that the, that's why the need of the avari is equi- like equitable distribution of resources has become essential and the sustained quality of life and the global peace so that this is the result this is required because of the those above points why need a sustained resources because we are indiscriminately using resources are getting depleted so this is the thing yes so sustained quality of the life we have learned it what is the sustained or why we need to sustain what is sustainable 
let us understand so sustainable ec- development what is this one the sustainable economic development means so what is that the development should take place without damaging the environment the first point and development in the present should not compromise with the needs of the future generations so here that means that the whenever you want you want to develop anything or the resources so the two things you should keep in your mind one is that the it should not be obstacle to the environment the first one the second thing is that it should not compromise with the future generations okay for example when you are using when you are developing the resources or the when you are like when you are using the any resources that means we should keep in the mind that the future people also there they should also use it so when you follow the these rules we can call it as a sustainable development so sustainable keeping in the view for the future also yes so in this view so when so this is the view that the in the nine, late 19 uh, 20th century the people has or the united nation has realized that the sustainable development because what is a sustainable development one is that the we have to take care of the environment and the take care of the future generations also so in this view so the united nations comprehensive economic development yes sorry it is the the summit was organized by the united nations conference on environment and the development okay so this organization organized a summit that is called we can call it as a rio de janeiro summit so rio de janeiro it is janeiro it is a place in the brazil okay there people from the more than 100 countries they met together in the 1992 so this can be called as a rio summit you can say it earth first earth summit also you can say it so why they are met together met all here in the june 92 so there is a urgent need of the save the environment yes so the main objective is that the the summit was convened for addressing the urgent problems of the environmental protection yes this is the first thing. and the second thing is the socio economic development at the global level so this is the main thing of the particular summit okay so the leader signed the declaration on the global climatic change and the biological diversity yes and the, the rio convention also endorsed that the global forest principles and the adopted the agenda 21 for the advancing 21 sustainable development in the 21st century so what is the agenda 21 let us see so it is the declaration signed by signed by the four leaders in the 1992 at the united nations conference on environment and the development so you can say it as a uncd also okay so this is the part of rio de janeiro summit only or the we can say the in the earth summit only so it aims at the achieving global sustainable development so that is the first thing so it is an agenda to combat environmental damage first one poverty disease through global cooperation on common interests and mutual needs and shared responsibilities so what is they saying 
that the, they are fighting for the environmental pollution and they are fighting for the global poverty disease so these are the two things which are the detrimental to the growth of the economy or the the world facing the problems so what agenda 21 says that the the cooperation and the common interest and the in the global level yes so with the common interest and the mutual needs with the shared responsibilities so this is the so one of the major objective of the particular this agenda 21 is that the every local government should have or the should draw its own local agenda yes so the agenda 21 is 21st century agenda what is it so the local government cooperation and the the local agenda should be drawn by the the respective local governments yes so this is the the summit declaration in the 1992 yes the next one is resource planning so with the summit we, we resource some uh, resource planning means what is that so how to plan the resource how, how to plan the resources for the use judicious use yes so after the like you know this the rio summit the whole world is really realized that the the saving environment and the resource planning is essential so the resource resource planning is very important to countries like india also because in india we have a diversity in the resource availability for example see you can see that the some regions like rajasthan and all so they are good in the wind energy and the solar energy yeah so they are lack in the other like jharkhand and all madhya pradesh there is this chhatisgarh so these reasons are rich in the minerals but the lack lack in the other ways and the for example you you can take the arunachal pradesh or the northeastern states so water resources are good there but the infrastructure is lacking there yes so what can we conclude here so some of the res- some resources some places have the suffi- like for example they have a sufficient in the some resources and some places they have acute shortage, shortage of the resources so the balance resources are not available balanced resources are not available in, in our country so that's why we need to plan such a way that the resources are distributed or the you know like use judiciously in order to cater the needs of the all people because we have resources in somewhere or the some other ways we are not having the the sufficient resources so that is the thing so that's why we took the resource planning in india yes so what is a resource planning in india how we planned it so resource planning is a complex process okay so so it involves the following things the first one what is that identification and inventory of resource across the regions of the country you can say that okay what is that mean so inventory means what that so whatever first of all we need to identify identify the resources so which are use which are it can be utilized okay so the resources can be which can be utilized we have to identify across the country so this is the thing so this involves how can we identify the resources like it involves the it identify the for by the following way through surveying mapping and the in the qualitative and the quantitative 
estimation of the resources and you can say that the so we can find out the resources through the following ways mapping and surveying and estimating resources and the measuring the resources so so this is the thing so the next one evolving a planning structure endowed with appropriate technology this is the second thing so we need a technology to get the resources also and apart from the technology we need a skill and the institutional setup for the implementing the resource planning or the resource developments okay so this is the thing the third one is matching the resource development plans with overall national development plans so this is the important because when you are development we have to integrate with the the overall national development plans okay so right so in that for this case what we have decided when you look at the right from the independence first how we plan to save the resources through the first one is the five year plans okay so that is the thing so and the conclusion what you can understand is that the the availability of the resources is the something so whatever the wherever the resources are available you cannot say that the all resources are developed okay so it depends on it depends on development of the resources depends on the the various factors for example like we see some of the places only developed in your country right from the colonial era why it is whatever the for example whatever the places whichever the places they needed for their transportation or the their best use they that those places only got developed so some of the places which are even the rich in resources also they were not developed so that is the way that, that is the reason that we can see that the india is a diverse in the resource development yes so this concludes the the resource development and the resource planning and next podcast we will try to understand the conservation of the resources